The Energy Department's Idaho National Laboratory has established a new innovation center to focus on a new generation of commercial reactor technologies. Heading up that office are Dr. Ashley Finan and Nicholas Smith, who join me now. Let's begin with the beginning here. What do you mean by innovation in nuclear reactors? Innovation in nuclear energy is really aimed at addressing historic challenges and meeting the needs of of new markets and future markets. So having designs and technologies that are more economically competitive, um, more resilient and flexible to support a clean energy grid in the future and also provide um, secure power and uh, potentially non-electric applications of nuclear as well to enable decarbonization of non-electric sectors. And Nick, do you want to add anything? We're also we're looking for the private sector to come tell us what they think innovation in nuclear looks like. And we're interested in hearing from uh, companies that are developing reactors and working with them to demonstrate and you know, see how these things work and get them online. I mean, one of the issues with nu- – two of the issues with nuclear power ever since its inception are, one, the tremendous costs of engineering, building, and permitting and how long it takes because of a lot of reasons – And the other is the life cycle issues, which is the eventual decommissioning and the production and storage of waste as they move through their life cycle. Are those parts, looking at those issues, part of the innovation piece here? Yep, absolutely. So um, when you look at the the upfront investment challenges with traditional nuclear designs, um, those, those may make sense where you have a large grid with a bulk power need. But in many markets around the globe, that's not actually the best fit. And so there are new designs that are um, smaller. They require more incremental investment up front, um, and they can fit better into a smaller grid um, as well as provide more affordable power. So it sounds like you're anticipating a change in the grid approach in the first place from some big national giant machine to maybe microgrids or regional grids or what? Right. Well, we're actually witnessing a change. Um, we see increasing generation from sources that are not baseload power um, or peaking power. You look at wind and solar and you've, got, you've only got the sun during the day. In a lot of places, the wind blows more at night than during the day. And so there's a, you know, there's a challenge there of integrating all of those resources together. And uh, nuclear can be a big part of that because it is, you know, a consistent baseload generation source. Sounds like the latter-day windmill here. And uh, tell us how the office itself will will work. What do you do there, and how does it interact with the people in the industry that are developing these new technologies? NREC is going to empower innovators to demonstrate and test their technologies by leveraging existing resources at DOE sites, by making demonstration sites available and facilities and capabilities more accessible to innovators so that we can really put those to the best use and efficiently deploy resources to help innovators demonstrate products that will change the face of energy. So, Nick, does that mean that some of these new technologies can fit on a flatbed that they could roll up into a lab and plug in and show you how it works? Sure. I mean, there's lots of different designs out there. Uh, Nuclear scales from, you know, multi-gigawatt plants down to, I mean, you can have kilowatts, single digits, hundreds of kilowatt plants. And uh, I think we want to explore that whole space and understand, you know, what the limitations are, what the technical challenges are, and how we can support the innovators out there with 
their commercialization plans and make sure that they're getting all the resources that they need from the national laboratory space in terms of sites, fuel, uh, technical expertise, ability to do analysis on different experimental conditions. I mean, I think we can provide a lot of value to them and, and really accelerate this, this new market. We're speaking with Nicholas Smith. He's Deputy Director and Dr. Ashley Finan, Director of the National Reactor Innovation Center at the Idaho National Laboratory. Walk me through a scenario. Suppose a company devises a new great reactor that's the size of a washing machine and can do 10 neighborhoods, and they bring it in, and you are convinced that it works and it could have commercial feasibility. What happens then? Tom, a a company needs to demonstrate their technology and demonstrate that it operates in a reliable manner and as expected before a customer, you know, such as the communities you're referring to or a utility um, or any other customer is willing to buy it. So, and that's true for any product, but it is especially true for energy supply products. So what the government will do here is to enable those innovators to demonstrate their technology. Historically, nuclear energy technologies have been demonstrated with a lot of government involvement, and we're seeing a transition in how that's done that I think is very positive. There's a, a lot of private sector initiative here, and I think that will drive better products. But there is still a reality that, that demonstrating nuclear technology can't be done in a garage. So the government role is to enable that demonstration so that these products can move through that phase. And depending on the, the government's future actions and partnerships, there may be cost-sharing roles, but that, that will vary from one project to another, and that's not been defined yet. There have been projects that are ongoing where the government has provided some cost share towards nuclear uh, licensing and demonstration and, and development in R&D as well. So that's certainly a possibility. I guess an underlying assumption here is that nuclear power sources are fundamentally different from all the others. If a windmill stops spinning, then nothing horrible happens. A nuclear reactor is a nuclear reactor with all the radioactivity that is associated with it. These advanced designs are also designed so that if the reactor stops spinning or operating, nothing bad happens. And that's a, a key design principle in advanced nuclear is that when you lose functionality of cooling or you lose off-site power, um, your design will be able to withstand that and will be resilient against those challenges and will cool inherently due to laws of physics and, and other safety mechanisms that you have set up. I'm confident that we're addressing that concern both through design and through oversight and regulation. Now, other parts of the Energy Department have to do with the Navy's nuclear fueling capabilities, nuclear power capabilities, and those are small reactors. They fit in the bottom of a tube, you know, in a submarine. Is there any lessons learned from that end of the business that's informing the commercial side? The Navy is a great example of just how many applications there are for nuclear. I mean, people typically would think about nuclear power providing electricity to commercial or industrial sector, but, you know, we have a fleet of the nuclear Navy that's, I mean, it's floating cities that are powered by reactors. And, you know, you can look at lots of different avenues, space power, nuclear thermal propulsion, um, microgrids powered by by small reactors, uh, radical different fuel forms and coolant choices that could be applied. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, we've only known about the phenomenon of nuclear fission since the 1950s. 
And we've only scratched the surface on ways that you can design a reactor around that phenomena. So we're looking to we're looking to talk to the private sector. We want I mean if you've got a reactor concept and you want to demonstrate it, we want to hear from you and we want to work with you to make sure that you've got all the resources you need to get that thing demonstrated and let's learn about it. Let's find out together how it works and let's do it safely and methodically, but let's go fast and get this uh get this new technology space up and running. Nicholas Smith is deputy director and Dr. Ashley Finan is director of the National Reactor Innovation Center at the Idaho National Laboratory. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview along with a link to more information at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.